The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey there. It's weird being in the studio alone. Mr. V is off traveling the world and I'm just here unsupervised. I've busied myself with throwing parties uh, in the studio, of course. <laughs> And I've busied myself with a few other projects. Um, If you haven't checked us out on Lost Common Sense, the podcast, you should jump over to YouTube and and look for us. Um, And recently I was invited to be a guest co-host on Cocktails and Crimes. Definitely go check that show out. Absolutely fun, true crime show that streams live. But this is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. And tonight... We will talk about Patrick David McKay, a British serial killer. On September 25th, 1952, Patrick David McKay was born at Park Royal Hospital in London to parents Harold and Marion McKay. His father, Harold, was a Scottish accountant, and his mother, Marion, was of Creole descent. He had two sisters, one born in 1954 and one born in 1957. Growing up in Dartford, Kent, he was often physically abused by his father. He didn't do well in school and often terrorized his younger classmates. He was very much a bully and physically attacked other students. He also often terrorized animals, even tearing the wings off of birds. By the time Patrick was 10 years old, his father passed away from a heart attack. It is said the heart attack was a result of alcoholism and a weak heart. His last words to Patrick were, remember to be good. Patrick had a difficult time dealing with the death of his father and often would tell people his father was still alive. As he got older, he filled in the shoes of his father by being abusive to his mother and sisters. The police were called to their Gravesend home as often as four times a week. Patrick would have fits of anger and beat his mother and sisters. During this time, he attempted to murder a boy who was younger than him. He felt he would have succeeded in killing this boy, but he had been restrained. By the time Patrick was 15 years old. He was diagnosed as a psychopath. His psychiatrist, Dr. Leonard Carr, believed Patrick would grow to be a cold and psychopathic killer. Between the ages of 12 to 22, he had been removed from his home and placed in institutions and jails. One teacher felt he would become a murderer of women. 
finally, in 1968, he was committed to the Moss Side Hospital in Liverpool per his psychopath diagnosis. Though he was released in 1972. Now a young adult and on his own, he developed a fascination with Nazism and often called himself Franklin Bolvolt I. Now living in a London flat, he filled it with Nazi memorabilia and often abused alcohol and drugs. The area surrounding Patrick's flat was home to some of the wealthiest individuals in London and the area was known for its high-end shops and restaurants. During the time Patrick resided in this location, the area saw a rise in theft and muggings. The attacks were focused mostly on elderly women and the attacker at times would befriend the elderly women to gain access into their home to rob them. On February 14, 1974, 84-year-old Isabella Griffith was assaulted, strangled, and stabbed in her home. Authorities were unable to identify her attacker. By March 10, 1975, 13 months later, Adele Price, an elderly woman, was murdered in her home. The perpetrator gained access to her home by knocking on the door and asking for a glass of water. After the murder, the attacker left and passed Adele's granddaughter as she was on her way home. Police believe both attacks to be connected. A week or more passed and another murder took place. This time a priest, Father Anthony Crean was brutally attacked in his home. His home was very near Patrick's mother's home. Father Crean was murdered with an ax in a very frenzied attack. The attacker left the axe at the scene of the crime. During investigations, an investigator remembered Patrick McKay, who had befriended the priest and in time broke into his home and stole checks. He was arrested for that crime and Father Crean pleaded with authorities not to arrest him. But he was prosecuted in order to pay a fine. Father Crean and Patrick did not speak after this incident. Though when the investigators remembered the crime, authorities approached Patrick and he admitted to killing Father Crean. He was arrested and processed and once his fingerprints were taken, it linked him to the murder of Adele Price. Authorities found jewelry and other items in Patrick's home that he had taken during the robberies. 
further investigations and tips from inmates that Patrick encountered while in prison led authorities to many other unsolved murders that Patrick had committed in the London area. It was determined that he had previously murdered 17-year-old German au pair Heidi Minoke on July 9th, 1973. He stabbed her on a train, then opened the door and threw her out. There were witnesses on the train. He then went on to murder Mary Hines on July 20th, 1973 and he confessed to a killing a drunken homeless man by pushing him off a bridge in January of 1974. Later in the same month, he went on to murder 57-year-old Stephanie Britton and her four-year-old grandson, Christopher Martin. By June of 1974, he had murdered Frank Goodman. He had beat him to death with a metal bar and his motive was a pack of cigarettes. He was linked to this murder when his landlord recognized the bar from their house. On December 23, 1974, he murdered 92-year-old Sarah Rodmel. He actually confessed to this murder. He stated he nailed the back door shut and put her stockings in her mouth. He stated, Killing her was as easy as washing my socks. His final murder occurred in February of 1975. He beat 48-year-old cafe owner Ivy Davies with a tent peg. Patrick McKay denied his confessions to all but four of the murderers. Isabella Griffith, Adele Price, and Father Crean and the homeless man. He was only convicted for the murder of Adele Price, Isabella Griffith, and Father Crean. There was insufficient evidence to charge him with the rest since he denied his confessions and nothing further could occur. During his trial, his defense had attempted to plead insanity, but medical experts disagreed that he was a psychopath, which is a personality disorder and not a mental disorder. Patrick McKay was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 20 years. Patrick has filed for parole many times since 1995 and has always been denied on the basis that he is an incredible danger to society. Though in recent years, he was transferred to an open prison with day release provisions. In 2020, authorities relaunched inquiries into the murders. He denied but once again, they were unable to obtain sufficient information. In July 2022, his case had gone to the parole board once again. 
and we can only hope a monster like this is never released. Hopefully the parole board continues to make the right decisions. But for now, we'll just leave this to the realms of the unexplained. I hope you enjoyed this episode and join us for more. Don't forget to check out our co-host Eddie on his YouTube travel channel, Eddie on the Go. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, check out all the fun projects I've been involved in. The Lost Common Sense podcast you can find on YouTube and Cocktails and Crimes, which you can also find on Facebook and YouTube. So I'll see you soon, hopefully. If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.